there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I'm Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. All right, first, let's start with a little bit of podcast business before we get into the meat of the episode, before we mm. get into the gigantic ham sandwich with the meatballs yeah. of the episode. Yep. This is our first bit of bread. Our peanut butter and bacon sandwich. Yeah, then yep. comes a whole lot of peanut butter and bacon. <laughs> and banana. Banana, bit of yep. bread at the end. Yeah. Okay. Classic sandwich. Classic. Well, well described. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we've got two things to announce. Number one is we've selected a winner from our tinfoil hat competition. Two entrants. Yeah. Staggering amount. All right. I was going to say, we've selected a winner and a runner-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the runner-up yep. is an incorrect opinion. At mighty underscore handful on the Twitter. The Taswegian. Taswegian. He he gave us a, a great face half face mask looking it's very um helmet. Mankind from the, the wrestling. Yep. In that vein. It was I, I enjoyed the um it looked like this guy needed to get his head protected and he needed to get it protected fucking right now. It would have been effective. Yeah. There's no denying that. And the winner is insert a drum roll here. Yep. Menace Bunny, at Menace underscore Bunny on the Twitter. She brought us the uh, the sailor motif. Very crisp, very... It was very smooth. It was very smooth. That That's what won it for me. Yeah. Uh, it was the smoothest. I don't think it was protecting from any EMP or radio waves. I mean, if it comes straight from the top down. Yeah. But... Yeah, the, points of style. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you get something like. It'd be good on a ship. Yeah, if, yeah, you're, on, on a if ship. you're on the bloody Philadelphia experiment, you wouldn't have to worry about your bloody arms getting stuck in a bulkhead. Yeah, you'd be coming out the other side pretty good. So congratulations. What does she win? She wins a prize pack of yet to undetermined things. Cool. Some Tohider CDs. Probably. <laughs> uh, Robo, you. We, I've got go. some beer junk. Rob's so got some, Robo's Rob. 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 Yep. <laughs> Rob has got some beer junk laying around. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll send out a runner-up prize as well. So just uh, DM us your addresses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll sh- make sure to show off your prize packs on social media and we'll rub it in everyone's faces. Yeah. yeah. Although when you get boxes and boxes of unsold Toe Hider CD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other business? Yes, we have new merch just in time for Christmas. All right. Ching, ching, ching. Put some sleigh bells in the background. Uh, we've got some new Christmas merch. It's a beautiful little hypothe- hypothetical institute Christmas motif. Yeah, it, I, I love it. It's yeah. in the, the theme of the ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a little take on Santa Claus. Yep, he probably has claws. Maybe mm. under his when he morphs. Yeah. Uh, so check it out on Redbubble if you just. Type into Redbubble the Hypothetical Institute. It'll be one of the results. We've also posted links to it on all our socials, so just check out our socials. Yeah. Awesome. 
All right, let's get into it. What are we talking about today? This week we're going to be talking about Elvis Presley. Elvis the pelvis. Born January 8th, 1935. Yep. What does that add up to? Jesus, one nine. What's one and nine? Ten. Does that end as one? Yeah. Yeah. Three and five? Eight. Eight and one, nine. Nine. Yep. Nine plus eight. Not, why? Oh, nine plus eight. Yeah. Seventeen. Seven plus one. Eight. Seven minus one. Six. 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 Done. There we go. Yeah. Done us numbers. Died. Put that in quotes. Died, yeah. apparently. Yep. August 16th, 1977, aged 42. Mm-hmm. Mere weeks after the Senate inquiry into the MK Ultra program began. Really? Yes. So what are the uh, conspiracies around well, this guy? Other than... He's not dead. Yeah. The, All right. Okay. The, Let's, so we're going to just exclude that one. The well, main no. One. We can we could go into that as well. Obviously. That's obviously yeah, the most famous Elvis conspiracy is that Elvis is alive. Yeah. And working in a gas station in Texas or some shit, whatever people say about it. But there's been a lot of sightings. There's been a lot of people giving up proof of things that they think uh, has been Elvis throughout the years. Photographs. Uh, most recently, do you see the videos of the groundskeeper? At, at um, Graceland, no, oh, yeah. right. So there's this old, this old great like. So Elvis now would be like 83. Yeah, and there's this video of this old groundskeeper at Graceland. Yep, who he might be a good 80. Yeah, yeah, he's got a pot belly. He's old. He's got grey hair. He's keeping active. So yeah, and there's footage of him like walking away from the house, doing something, and coming back a couple of times. And people have said. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's Elvis. Busted. Why <laughs> Busted. Would, why would Elvis hide at Graceland? Plain sight. Why would he hide also being a groundskeeper? Like, <laughs> Well, no one's going to look there. But there's in the footage... First place I'd look. In the footage, there's a little bit where he like kind of walks towards camera and he does this... He puts his hands up to his face and does this little V with his fingers. Ooh. And I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't fucking research this at all, but apparently... It's like a symbol. The symbol has got something to do with giving a sign of life. Right. Like, so that's him sending out a little code. Yeah. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Don't worry, mate. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. Don't be cruel. I'm still here. Yeah. But there's also, uh, at Elvis's last birthday, I think it was, there's a photo of a bloke standing in the crowd with the TCM or whatever Elvis's... Those three letters. TCV. TCV. Taking care of business. With a jacket on, standing there, and he's kind of a husky old looking bloke with, again, he's got like a big gray beard. If you were, you know, you grow a beard to hide your identity. Every time mm. we walk in here, Robbo, and like, who's that? Oh, yeah. it's, it's just Robbo. But um, he's standing there with his jacket on at the, the birthday shindig, just mm. in the background. But behind him, there's like these two massive security guards who are also dressed in the same jacket. Right. People are like, mate, so could, we could so tell it was you. Why would some random guy at his birthday party need security? Yeah. Well, maybe they're just his buddies. Like a little troop, they're all in the same jackets. Yeah. yeah. They're the Memphis Mafia, mate. Yeah. What are the Memphis Mafia? It was his band, wasn't it? I feel like Robbo hasn't done any Yeah, have you, have you looked at this at all? Oh, my Lord. That was a leading question. Well, funny you ask, you were supposed to say. All right. Well, if that's the case, then what is the Memphis Mafia? Uh, they were his bodyguards. Yeah, and like they, his buddies. So the Memphis Mafia were... Basically, they were, he used them to like... He mind-controlled them at sometimes, I read, where he'd yeah. convinced him to go kill people. Oh, no. Jeez, we're getting so deep so quickly. We've got, <laughs> um, we've got all these basic bitch alive <laughs> things to get through. Uh, that's all I really have. I can't remember what the details were. Yeah, right. So anyway. Other mysterious things about Elvis being alive still are like um, his headstone is misspelled. He always wrote his name with one A, Aaron, but his gravestone has two A's. Cam was discussing this and Cam was like, nah, later in life he kind of... Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so apparently he, has, he had two birth certificates as well. Right. One that had... The misspelling with one A, and then they got another one like a couple of days later, right? With two A's, but then like for most of his early life, he went just with the one A, yeah. And then later on, he explained, "I was like, oh, people just weren't very good at spelling in you know where I came from, right?" And at some point, he's like, "Oh, hang on a second, I'm Elvis. I can just tell people to spell my name properly." <laughs> um, also, if someone tells you to spell Aaron, you're going to do it. 
with two A's, right? Yeah. Mm. But even if like if he wanted it to be A, just one A, or his family was like, nah, look, he spelt it with one A, mm. they would have enough money to get a new headstone yeah. done. Mm. Well, one of the theories I read on that was because um, it would be taboo if he if it was spelt correctly. They needed to put an incorrect spelling in there because he's still alive. And yeah, to, that's his little to do little it. Little wink. No, no, to do it correctly would be like bad, ah. bad juju. Uh, right. Speaking of Juju, mm, we were. Uh, I read a huge theory that uh, he was secretly a Jew. Okay, <laughs> which um, is interesting because, like, this thing like pulled together all of these strands and also uh, put forth the theory that uh, he used Jewish connections throughout his life. It was like this guy's like I love Elvis, but he wasn't very talented. And he used all these Jewish connections to right. to get where he got. The thing about Elvis being secretly Jewish, not a secret, right? Actually, Jewish. Well, not a not a practicing uh, Jew, but by bloodline, by like his, uh, I think his great great grandmother might have been practicing, and mm. then they stopped practicing. Right. But it goes through the matrilineal line, so. Uh, Part of the thing where they're like, oh, they were covering it up was uh, his mother's gravestone had a Star of David on it mm. originally. Right. But then when they moved her grave to Graceland, uh, her new headstone didn't. Oh. Like, oh, they're covering it up. It's like, actually, his um, dad was just a little bit anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> so when he, he made the call on the gravestone, he's like, yeah, take that off. I'm not so keen on that. Right. But like uh, Elvis would always carry like a cross, but also like a little Hebrew symbol thing around. Mm. So they're like, you see? It's like, well, he couldn't be any less secret about it then. Yeah. Um, one evidence that he's alive, another one that I've got, he was in Home Alone. Yeah, the Home Alone one's good. I like that. Yeah, just um, in the, as a background actor. Background yeah. actor. Uh, you don't know who was also in the Home Alone franchise? Donald Trump. Yes. And at one point in a speech... Recently, Donald Trump was talking away and then he made a bit of a joke and then he said, oh, is that Elvis back there? I see Elvis. Right. And then carried on speaking. Uh, so that, But could that not just be Donald Trump's brain dying in front of us? Yeah. Um, this guy that was saying it was, uh, he's actually a preacher. So he does a lot of like, he's got two sort of sections of YouTube videos that he does. Yeah. Elvis is alive. Yeah. Preaching. Yeah. Uh, he... Kind of somewhat famously hired a plane to fly past the World Series in, I think, 2012. Yeah. Uh, with the thing saying, Elvis is still alive. Right. Um, but he's annoyed that if he goes to work and say that Elvis is alive, people laugh at him. Yeah. I did watch one video that <sighs> was trying to make the point that uh, Elvis was responsible for Donald Trump becoming president. Okay. And... <laughs> At the it was like it was like an hour long radio show, and at the start they started talking about this guy who'd written something, and they described it as being like really coherent, and I was like, I wish that I was listening to that then instead of this because mm. this was the most incoherent thing. It was like they just kept on going around in these weird circles, and like if you even tuned out for one second, you tune back in, you'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> when did you get to this? Um, I never worked out how he was responsible for Donald Trump. Right. That's exactly how he'd do it as well. He wouldn't make it easy for you. No. Um, also on this guy's page, uh, some comments there where he said, someone said, uh, we're 50,000 strong on this page. We stand by godly principles, morals, and ethnics. <laughs> so <laughs> They're very pro-ethnic on that page. Yeah. Uh, someone obviously made the comment that music was much better about five to ten years ago. Because uh, they were commenting on the song Elvis Ain't Dead by Scouting for Girls, which is some sort of minor hit uh, about a decade ago. I certainly hadn't heard the song. Uh, but obviously this is evidence that he's not dead because, you know, they're putting it right in the music. But, uh, yeah, this person was saying that since that big hit by Scouting for Girls, mm. music has declined. Right. Did you, you guys come across anyone saying that, uh, you know, that song that came out, uh, A Little Less Conversation? Yeah. Mm. Did Is anyone like, there you go, there's all the proof you need? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't specifically Google that. I imagine it's probably in there somewhere. 
Like the one that was a little less conversation featuring some, like a remix. Junkie XL. Yeah. Apparently when they took an inventory of his house, there was very little of his actual possessions were on it. So they're like, hang on, he had heaps more stuff than this. Mm. So they think that maybe he bloody just had it with him. He took it. Right. When he took off. But he hadn't just been hocking it. Yeah. To pay for like sandwiches. Yeah. But um, also people point to the fact that the second floor of Graceland is locked off to the public and heavily guarded. Like there's a, a guard at the bottom of the stairs and a guard at the top of the stairs. Mm. And while you can like walk through the rest of the house, you can't go upstairs. Mm. And people point to that. They reckon Elvis is living up there secretly on the top floor. The thing about like him having to sell all his stuff, it's like those sandwiches aren't cheap to start with. Yeah. Mm. But like the Uber Eats bill on each one. Yeah. That the P- would, PB&J. That, that would add up. Adds f- $5 delivery charge for yeah. every bloody sandwich. That'd get you. You'd be getting a couple at a time, but still. Yeah. Well, I think he famously ate two at a time. <laughs> um, there's also like been a bunch of photographic evidence. Someone took a photo at Graceland's out the front of the pool house and you could see a figure sitting inside the door. Pool house photo. I spent a bit of time looking at that. Yeah. Um, Debunked. Yeah. It just looked like a weird shadow. Yeah. yeah. And the guy... Wouldn't it obviously just be a ghost? Well, it could be his ghost. But also like... Could be his brother. It, the The pool house door is kind of one of those two panel glass doors mm. with the bottom panels a bit smaller than the top one so it's quite low the bottom one but he's kind of in that bottom one so you'd have to be like slouching right down on the ground yeah. uh and the guy that that found the pool that photo i think he took the photo was looking through then saw it um he claimed it was real and said no nah, definitely real when he, he he sent it off to kodak and they yeah. verified it it was just like an email from a client service person at Kodak. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. looks like it hasn't been tampered with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then someone was being interviewed on the Larry King show and he rang up and said, oh, it's fake. And she's like, but you told me it was real and I've just put it in a book. And he's like, yeah, no, nah, it's not. It's it's not fake, sorry, but it's like, I don't believe it's Elvis. She's right. like, well, I've quoted you in my book as saying otherwise. And I had a bit of a blue on the old Larry King show. Jeez. Maybe be a little less credulous. Yeah. Yeah. Few theories about Elvis now being a pastor called Bob Joyce. Oh, yeah. He's got a fair few videos of him on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Great singer, doesn't look anything like Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a lot like him, but it's like, I'm sure a few people sound a bit like Elvis when they sing. Yeah. And bloody lucky for them to have such a beautiful voice. But yeah, he's like, not, he's not Elvis. Now, there's also a theory about it. There's a, there was a guy called Johnny Harrah yeah, back I in the day. At, yeah. Who everyone reckons was just Elvis, yeah, doing Elvis, yeah, because okay. he he was a famous Elvis impersonator, right? Yeah, and then he went on TV after Elvis died. And everyone's like, ah, oh, fucking, that's just Elvis, but he doesn't actually look like Elvis at all. Yeah, it seems like a lot of effort to kill yourself and then come back as a person playing yourself. Yeah, yeah, but no, if you've faked your death and you're like chilling out, but every now and then the bug, yeah, the showbiz bug bites. Yeah, I think that's what took me down the Andy Kaufman wormhole as well when I was looking at this, with the whole like. Does he go back on stage as bloody... Uh, Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton. Like, there's, you know, there's rumours that Tony Clifton pops up every now and again and that's just Andy just doing his thing because yeah. he gets the bug or whatever. And then I was like, man, we should do Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Did you see his brother? The gear about his brother? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've got so much gear on this. Okay. Do you want to do it then? Cause all, I mean, I, I looked at it for a bit, but there was a famous photo that everyone reckons is Jesse who's his brother. Oh, what? His name Jesse. And it's of a blonde guy. Oh, right. Have you seen this photo? Yeah, well, it's from a movie. Oh, is that, I was trying to work out the origin of the photo. No, it's not from a movie, I don't think. Isn't this is the photo of him on like a tricycle with a kid? Oh, no. Well, there's a movie where he plays a blonde guy, but he also oh, okay. plays himself with just normal hair. Yeah, no, there's another one of this like crazy-eyed blonde guy. It looks kind of like Ric Flair almost. And apparently all the discussion I saw of it said, oh, it's his brother. But right. we can see in the bloody earlobes that it's actually Elvis. Right. His brother died. When he was very young. Uh, I think he died in the womb, maybe. Yeah. 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 So Which very young. Quite young. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can't get much younger. But there's been lots of rumours over the years that, you know, he actually lived and uh, then Elvis faked his death and carried on living as this guy. But I don't, I couldn't work out where this photo actually originated from. Right. It's just this random Ric Flair looking dude that everyone's just convinced was Elvis playing Jesse. Every time Robbo just said Ric Flair, w- woo, woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> do it. He allegedly also had another brother as well, which I couldn't find much on. But right. 
It didn't. Re- it wasn't really clear how that all tied into the thing. It was just it was the- his twin, right? They were twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I read this huge essay by this guy called Miles Mathis, mm. uh, who that's also where all that Jewish stuff came from. But he had this massive essay at the start. He's like. Okay, well, that doesn't look anything like Elvis. No, no. looks kind of like Ric Flair, though, right? Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, but no, everyone's there. That's, that's apparently Elvis. Oh, right. You right. can cut that bit, sorry. Like, but years later. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, this Miles Mathis guy, he writes this massive essay. He writes all of these massive essays on his website, like, about different conspiracies. Mm. And he's, like, he's obviously got a massive chip on his shoulder because he'll make note of like how many pages the PDF is, but also how many pages that would be if it was a book. So he's, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So it's like this is an eighty-four page PDF, but if this was a book, it'd be a hundred and fifty-page book. Ooh. It's like, does he break it down into like screen page length as well? Like if this was a <laughs> screenplay, it'd be a fucking three-hour epic. Here are books shorter than my PDF. <laughs> War and Peace. So with his Elvis one, he starts out by noting that. Elvis had a twin who, as we all know, died in the womb. Mm. But then he notes, so much of what we read is not true. What if that weren't true? And then... Just lifted the lid off the whole thing. Christ. (laughs) Doesn't mention it again for like 40 40 pages. Goes into this Did you read all 40 pages or you just did a word search? I did a word search. Okay. (laughs) No, but I did read a massive chunk of it. Yeah. Goes into this whole thing... Starts off with the whole Jewish conspiracy. He's got a conspiracy theory about uh, Colonel Tom Parker, mm-hmm. that he was Dutch. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and there was like, but there was like some other music guy who like gave Elvis some break who was Dutch and he's like, hmm, see how it works. And yeah, all this stuff about Elvis being untalented and like getting all these things and how oh there's the whole story about Elvis being you know this poor little boy but actually he was Jewish so yeah. do the math on that yeah. and then got into this whole thing about how you know you know like the hip shaking business mm. you know the pelvis yeah loosened up a few uh gussets yep. yeah as they say uh if I could I quote you you can uh Elvis was another cog in this long program so he starts talking about um, how like giving women the vote in the 20s was like the start of this thing where the those that control things mm. were trying to move the emphasis on uh, progress from people asking the government or people asking them in power to do things and for us to be getting stuff off each other. So women petitioning men for their rights and vice versa. So, like, the, the suffragette movement. Yeah, okay. Trying to move it away from people being like, the government needs to give me something to other people need to give me something. Wait, so this guy is pro the government controlling everything? Well, no, he's like, that's just what was happening. That was oh, like, okay. That's, okay. The government was like, the government gave, so that women got the vote, right? Yeah. He's like, they only gave women the vote because it didn't matter anymore because your vote was meaningless because yep. it's all controlled. Yeah. But the focus is off the people who are really pulling the strings and making us, you know, fight amongst ourselves for the scraps mm. from the table. So Elvis was another cog in this long program, another ring in the circus. Like sport, sex and music were diversions from more important matters. And sorry, like sport, sex and music were diversions from more <laughs> important matters. And Elvis joined the last two in a brilliant manner. He appealed to both men and women, diverting the eyes and ears of both. In small doses, such diversions are harmless and may even be salutary. We are told that Elvis helped loosen some hips in the 50s and maybe he did. The sexual revolution hasn't been all bad and I'm not here to put us all back in our pens. Just the opposite. Remember, I paint nudes for a living. Ooh, I I forgot that. However, modern diversions are not delivered in small, harmless doses. They are now delivered 24-7 in huge, big gulp doses. Our throats being massaged constantly to allow higher levels of ingestion. And the acceleration into our current mess was started after World War II. It wasn't an accident. It was planned. It was heavily funded. And from the point of view of the governors, 
It has been a smashing success. The stinking rich have become progressively stinkier and the powerful have become progressively more powerful, all without completely killing the host. That's us. We're the host? Yeah, everyday bloody mums and dads. Josh Moes. Yeah. Uh, I kind of really want to rewind back to the start of that. Yeah. Sounds like this dude had a bit of a thing for Elvis. <laughs> yeah. He was going on about his hips and how like they seduced men and women. Can you blame him? Oh, no, he's an attractive man. But yeah, that, there was also heaps of CIA MK Ultra okay. stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then after like 40 pages of how the Jewish conspiracy to like destroy the family unit comes up, then we get to back to the twin thing. Finally, uh, his first thing about the twins is, uh, or like his first bit of proof that Elvis's twin was alive was uh, in October 1954. Uh, Presley went on the Louisiana Hayride show, which was like a uh, big radio show. It was like broadcast to 198 different stations. Mm. And he did two sets on the show. And the first set, and this is true, I looked this up, the first set he was very nervous because yep. it was like one of his bigger, one of his first big breaks. Yep. Mm. Went out, he was very nervous, very flat. Wasn't a great performance. Those hips were not no. swiveling. No. Not lubricated. No. It's radio though, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Second performance, different story. Mesmerizing. Nailed it. Right. Nailed it. I wonder if anyone saw both sets and said it was like there were two Elvises. Why do I wonder that? Because maybe there were. Bom, bom, bom. Elvis one, Elvis two. Yeah. I was trying to think of an eight mile joke because that happened in eight mile two. Did it? Well, yeah, he bombed and then he came back and... Became eight mile. Right. Yeah. Is that because he had a t- sneaky twin? Yeah. I'm assuming so. Right. Can't think of any other explanations. Yeah. Eminem in eight mile. Yeah. Little Jimmy Jackrabbit. Yep. With his blonde hair. Yeah. Oh, MK Ultra. Not unlike your blonde haired Elvis Yeah, there you go. Both Plus, white. Yeah. Eminem, two M's. Yep. 33. Put them on the side. Yep. yep. Uh, his second bit of proof is that uh, in 1956, Elvis put out his second album. He also released uh, his first motion picture, Love Me Tender. That's right. I said released, not shot. How did he have time to shoot it while touring all over the country and appearing on TV every week? Oh, jeez. So uh, the only explanation is that there were two Elvises. Right. Uh, and then he also he does a lot of photo uh, looking at. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, so there's not a lot. He says that there's not, not really any photos where Elvis has any blemishes. Or anything. Yeah. So, you know, there's some of those photos where he's got a very smooth looking yeah. face. Probably makeup. Beautiful man. Yeah. yeah. Probably because he is wearing makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like one photo where he has like two freckles on his nose. He's like, if you needed any more evidence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also, he did a few movies where he played two people. One of which uh, is not the one you were talking about. But uh, I wasn't talking about any of them. There's one where he's like a bl- he's a blonde. I think oh, it's yeah. Kissing Cousins. So in Kissing Cousins, uh, it appears they're using a split screen to film two Elvises on screen at the same time. Actually, that's just a cunning diversion from the fact that they've used two different actors, <laughs> both of which are Elvis and his twin. So they were willing to let everyone on the movie in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been a closed set. Oh, yeah. Just him and the director. The actresses. Him and him in the director? Yeah. I say the actresses because I'm pretty sure all Elvis movies were just Elvis and a bunch of chicks, right? I don't know. I don't, I think I remember my dad watching Elvis movies. I love oh, Elvis movies. Oh, I couldn't think of anything worse. Oh, they're great. I've got two more things from this essay. Yeah. Uh, the first one is he's sort of got an explanation for why Elvis had to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So once uh, these controlled stars sort of get into their 40s, like it becomes very expensive for the CIA to maintain them because, mm. like, they've got to maintain like the uh, keep up appearances. So Elvis has got to look like he's a big star. Yeah. So it's very expensive. Uh, same thing happened with John Lennon. Okay. Yep. Here's the thing: John Lennon's just one bloke. How much more expensive is it when you've got to keep Elvis yeah, and yeah. the twin? And definitely the last few years, like, they were really keeping him in tip-top shape. So it would have just been... Well, here's the thing. One of the Elvises was fine. The other one had some sort of illness. Right. And so... But then he's like... He starts to suggest that they would have just killed the sick one. 
You gotta kill both of them. But then he's like, maybe they didn't kill either of them. Ah. Oh. And they're like, uh, they just faked the deaths, but they just they only had to fake one death. Yeah. And then they were rid of both of them. But it's like then you still have to pay to like keep them quiet. Yeah. Just Did, kill them. Could that explain why you see the photos of Elvis in his coffin and it looks like handsome skinny Elvis? I don't know. I think I've ever seen those photos. Oh, yeah. Mm. Seen the photos? No. People are like, that looks like old, like young, skinny Elvis. Mm. That can't be right. You get a good mortician, though. They work wonders. Yeah. Pay top dollar for that. And he yeah. could afford it. Well, it was family. On the dude looking at a lot of photo stuff, did you come across a transvestigation on Elvis? Ah, <sighs> uh, no. I did. Have you got more essay stuff? I've just got one oh, last okay. thing. Uh, this was just one other bit from his essay that I thought was cooked. Uh, Jailhouse Rock is another propaganda film. Since it is full of pushed information, mm. so this was the, the this was the other reason he had to go. Though um, they'd been doing all this propaganda, but he started to like get too big for his rhinestone boots, mm. and he's like, "I'm a proper suede shoes. Yeah, I'm mm. a proper entertainer now. Yeah, I want to do proper entertainment." They're like, "Well, this is no, of no use to us," as opposed to the years of music and movies he'd been doing prior. Yeah, but, th- yeah, those- but they were all programming people. Yeah, that was ah, propaganda. Okay, so uh, but Jailhouse Rock was a propaganda film. It's full of pushed information. Elvis kills a man and only serves 18 months. You know that classic bit of propaganda where the government would want to encourage people to <laughs> kill people? <laughs> murder. Later, he slaps a producer around violently but isn't arrested for assault. But the most amusing thing about the movie is the lyrics to the title song. Number 47 said to number three, You're the cutest jailbird I ever did see. I sure would be delighted with your company. Come on and do the jailhouse rock with me. Do you see the problem? Um, is that about gay sex? They don't mix the sexes in a jail block. So number 47 and number three are both men. Interesting when I say, do you see the problem? He says, oh, it's because they're gay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I- <laughs> what I'd expect from a huge Enders <laughs> game fan. Yeah. Come on, that's unfair. Elvis, <laughs> Elvis is saying to another man, you're the cutest jailbird I ever did see. Also, notice the numbers they chose. 1947, the year they started the CIA. Mm-hmm. And they love the number three, as we know. But he's not saying he's number 47 or number three. He's saying number 47 said to number three. They're just yeah. the numbers, mate. He's retelling a story. But seven minus four. Three. Three. The other number. Oh, Three. 33. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting lyric, though. Mm. Hmm. The, um, I quite like that song, though. It's a good song. Just on the numbers, Elvis equals 22, mm-hmm. which power is a number. power number. Elvis Alive equals 44. Massive power number. It's like, like a fucking extra power number. <laughs> like how they, they must have tried so many things. Was that you doing I that? I did try that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, you, you <laughs> I tried got, everything okay. I could to get double numbers. Um, do we want to take a short break? Yeah. And then come back and finish off some Elvis stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Salty, you said you had some transvestigations for us? Yeah, uh, YouTube user Yahweh Rules. I'm sure he was, or she was, a big figure in the previous transvestigation episode, right? Yeah, I think so. So, the video was Elvis was a woman. Proof. Yep. Uh, The liver? Well, it was just just a general transvestigation video. um, Just saying, going into things saying, like, the Illuminati will always show a king. Oh, he was the king. He was the king, mm-hmm. but he's really a woman. Yeah. Was there proof just that, of course, all celebrities are the opposite gender? To well, no, it was yeah. like looking at photos, going, "Oh, look at look at the uh, look at his eyes, look at his beautiful skin, look at his soft face, earlobes." It's like, well, I didn't, I didn't notice an earlobe thing. Oh, definitely would have been. But no wonder they cut the broadcast off from uh, the hips up. Yeah. Because they couldn't have us looking at the lack of bulge. Yeah. 
and those feminine all hips. those big curvy hips. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the Illuminati will often show a king, same as Michael Jackson. Yep, the prince, king of pop. Oh, yep. the king. Yep. Yeah. Or prince. You're thinking of prince. You're thinking yeah. of prince. Yeah. yeah. Also, clearly a woman. Yeah. Biggie Smalls. Quite often had a crown. Yep. King. King. Killed him mm. off. Yep. So they 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 tend to kill a lot of these people off. Mm. And uh you know when you when you get to a I guess it kind of ties into camp scene, when you get to a certain age, mm. these guys don't want to be doing this anymore. No. But you you gotta knock them off. You can't just have them floating around. How many stars have died in plane crashes and car crashes, drug overdoses, found dead in a bathtub? Yeah. In a hotel. Yeah, have died of just various death methods. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were basically saying any death by this adventure was like an Illuminati hit. Yeah. If it yeah. happens to a star. Because, I mean, celebrities, particularly musicians uh, over the 50s, 60s and 70s, were famously not into drugs. No. So if they had died from a drug-related thing or just a, an ill health, then Illuminati. That's old sarcastic Sammy over here. Yeah, a little sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. So there's a... Bit more, bit of stuff about the uh, the old MK Ultra side of things in the CIA. Mm-hmm. Did you come across Snowden? No. Snowden apparently claimed that the CIA knocked Elvis off. Okay. Poisoned him. When did he this claim is, this? Though? Sorry, well, yeah, it, I, I couldn't find a source. Edward Snowden, as in the current, yeah, yeah the whistleblower. Okay. Yeah. Um, and his he was poisoned. A claim I would say that is very different to all of the other claims that he made. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's. Like, you go, oh, no, this guy's right. You know what they... If the NSA, you know, well, let's say they're not geniuses. I hope they're not bloody... Listening in on this. Well, I hope they haven't bloody voice to text to this podcast. No. But I hope <laughs> someone from the NSA buys the bloody NS Santa. NS Santa t-shirt, NS Santa yeah. Santa t-shirt. Pulls it on the work Christmas party. Yeah. Alice! How good would that be? <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to alienate any NSA analysts yeah. mm-hmm. listening to this podcast because they are prime candidates for our NSA inter T-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having said that, how dumb are they, one, to let just some random dude nick all your files, <laughs> yep. but two, to not on your bloody G drive, <laughs> not on your bloody shared network drive, not to have like... The Elvis folder, where it talked about how the CIA bumped off Elvis. And then just, if anyone steals all your files, oh, Julian Assange's like, hang on a second. Yeah. Can we trust any of this? Nah, Assange would be into it. But, you know, the news media would be like, oh, Snowden is crazy. He thinks they, they bloody did Elvis. But yeah. do you know why they did Elvis? Why did they do him? So apparently they did him. They did him with Karari poison. Yep. What is Karari poison? It's a poison. Famous poison. Okay, I've never heard of it. Never heard of Karari? I've heard of it's a city, right? In India. I don't know. It's a poison. Hmm. Ever seen Hudson Hawk? He gets shot yeah. with Karari poison in that. Okay. You know the scene where they get shot in the neck and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, and his autopsy was controlled. Everything was under wraps. But apparently they did it to divert attention from the big Lockheed Martin bribery scandal. That was going on, oh. where internationally the US and their defense contractors and everything were just like, everyone was like, get the fuck out of Europe, get out of everywhere, we don't like you anymore. Mm. Knock off a bloody American hero, next minute, the world's listening to Elvis and in love with America again. Oh, oh Elvis, whoa, how good was Elvis? America, yeah, you're all right. You bloody just lost Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Life's tough for you. We American. can't kick you out of your bloody military base now. No. While yeah. you're in mourning. You're mourning the loss of the king. Yeah. Queen. So, you know, that was that was apparently the Wait, reasoning behind that. Wait, what did Snowden that. say about it? Well, Snowden said they kicked they knocked Elvis off to cover up the Lockheed Martin bribery scandal. I don't think Snowden said that. We're, okay, between now and next episode, I'll try and find the source for that Snowden thing and yeah. we'll bring it up in house. When I was going through, I did see a video that was like Snowden talks about Elvis's death. I should have clicked it. You should have watched it. Yeah. So it was pertinent to the whole episode. Yeah. So Elvis and MK Ultra and MK Ultra mind control. Mm. Before we get into MK Ultra stuff, sorry to interrupt, but I've just got like a, a pretty yeah. mundane thing. So I feel like before we get too cooked. Get right. this out of the way, and then we can do an ultra. Um, just one of the things I came across was a website 
called the colon whisperer.com. The colon whisperer yep. or yep. the cola whisperer? Colon, colon. Uh, like so, your guts. Yep. yep. Elvis famously died on the toilet. Yeah. So the colon whisperer weighed in on the, the incident. Yeah, right. Um, Wait, but what is their normal topic of discussion over at colonwhisperer.com? Colon stuff. Is it about just keeping your colon cleansed? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, and they're saying don't eat fried yeah. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> so um, basically he absorbed too many co- toxins from, from like just being clogged up through all the, all the junk and then yeah. that's what killed him in the end basically. Yeah. But they start this... Oh, um, geez, it's not really a conspiracy. It's well, just a conspiracy fact. Yeah. They start this... Um, well, no, because no, there's not really... I don't think they've ever released the cause of death, have they? No, but I think you can draw your own conclusions. Yeah. Well, oh, you've what, had a lot of drugs in the system as well. Yeah. Like, wasn't, wasn't the cause of death... He had like a heart aneurysm or some sort of thing to his heart? Yeah. Just from bloody pushing too hard on the toilet? Well, I think that's one theory, but he was loaded up with like uh, morphine and Demerol right. and... Harari poison. Wait a minute. Karari. Karari poison. Oh, yeah. Harari's the place in here. Sorry. <laughs> um, but they start off this uh, this blog post with, please do not allow the subject of gas, poop, or butt talk stop you from allowing us to assist in any way possible. To answer your questions about Elvis's death. There you go. All right. There you go. We still have questions, so it didn't really help. Yeah. Anyway, MK Ultra. Um, well, I come across a video that was like Elvis, codenamed Phoenix, MK yes. Ultra, but I don't did it have any. I don't think it had any info in it. No, it was just photos or something. It was one yeah. of those dumb videos. But um, I came across a video that was like Elvis, MK Ultra, and it started talking as if the person had known Elvis, right? But it was clearly like some Australian teenager reading it. All oh, right, and then like the rest of the videos were like their poems. Oh god, <laughs> their poems. Check out of that. <laughs> Um, so, oh, fucking another video I saw that really annoyed me was like, cause I thought I'll look at Elvis time travel stuff, mm. Elvis time traveler proof. And I'm like looking at it, watching it. And it's like, look at these photos of young Elvis that just don't make any sense. And I was like, oh, just fucking, I was glued to it. Just grabbing onto the table, watching this video. And it's like photos of young Elvis, but it had like a old film effect over it. So it was like jittery. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm so in. I'm so on board with this. A few photos of Elvis, a few photos of Elvis, this rising crescendo of music. I'm like, oh my God, this is about to get amazing. Music builds, builds, builds. Nah! The last thing is just a fucking Photoshop picture of Elvis next to a DeLorean. Oh, they gotcha. I was like, oh. What's the point of that video? To suck people like me into thinking there's a cool Elvis time travel conspiracy. Oh, that's a shame. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, sure you thought that was fun yeah. when you made it. Didn't expect people like me to get really angry about it because I was expecting some sort of great conspiracy. Photo of Elvis in the background of some like, you know, some event that happened at some point in time. Yeah. Whoa, look at Elvis. He's got a cell phone. How did that happen? <laughs> Look at this shot from Blue Hawaii when he reaches behind his ukulele and pulls out his bloody Nokia. But no, it was a stupid Photoshop photo of Elvis next to a DeLorean. Uh, was it even a good Photoshop? No. Uh. It was terrible. Sorry, Salty. Sorry you had to go through that. Oh, the price we pay. He's all, he's all steamed. But yeah, so anyway, Elvis was in the military. Yeah. At one point. In just the right time to be yeah. MK Ultra. Mm. Right when they were bloody... Bloody testing ground for MK Ultra, yeah. and uh, got massively MK Ultra. <laughs> yeah, got MK Ultra. But that was, you know, it's saying that he. So they needed someone who was super charismatic, who could go out and like bend the will of the masses. Mm. And Elvis was bloody super charismatic, mm-hmm. and he, you know, wiggled his hips, and all the girls screamed, and some of the boys screamed. Know that feeling. So he he was like a pretty powerful tool of the the government or the shadow government or the whoever. And um, one of the things that pointed towards his brother actually being dead mm-hmm. was for the government to have such a powerful tool at their disposal who could go out there and manipulate the masses with their messages. Mm. This person had to be have a lot of power. What's the best way to get power? Absorb the power of your dead twin. Okay. 
So when one twin dies, it's like Highlander. One yeah, twin yeah. dies, the other twin gets all their power. So here's, we, we could have had two Elvises. Imagine if there was two Elvises, how bloody... That would have been a dynamic duo of charisma. It's interesting you say that because in my, my Jesse research, mm. uh, the, one of the theories was they would have been the king siblings of rock and roll. Yeah. Um, and this person suggests they would have been, they would have made Phil and Don Everly, the Everly brothers, yeah. look about as charismatic as the Olsen twins. Yeah. So that's a level of power they were going to have. Yeah. That's they would have made Bross look like bloody. They would have made Bross, Bross look like Dross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we go. Sorry, Cam, did I step on what you were going to say? No, that was way better than okay. what I was going to say. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, there's also stuff talking about how he was like a US Army Manchurian candidate. Mm. Went into the military, went to Germany on a secret mission. Bit of a little assassination. Come back, bloody karate expert. Right. How did that happen? They matrixed him up. They matrixed him. Was he a karate expert? Yeah. He was like an eighth level. I heard him, an interview with him talking about at some point he was like an eighth level black belt. Mm. Because he lost his... um, So... Priscilla ditched him when they divorced for a famous martial artsman. Right. Um, who, the whole bodyguard situation, he was trying to like mind control them to go kill the martial arts guy oh. as a result of that. Right. Are you sure he didn't just tell them, can you go kill this guy who's putting the moves on Priscilla? Oh, there's yeah. an, there an interview with one of them and he was like, you know, he used to use mind control. Oh, I did see that. He's like, yeah. he went and got an AK-47, put it in my hands and said, go kill that guy. Yeah. It's like it's so subtle. Yeah. What, what could he mean by that crazy yeah. MK Ultra stuff? That's not mind control. That's just asking someone to murder someone <laughs> yeah, for can, you. Can you go kill someone for me? And it's like, oh, but why would he? It's because you're his, you're in the Memphis Mafia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eminem. Oh, oh, huge. <laughs> so um, the his his handler and controller, obviously Colonel Tom. Yep, Colonel Tom Parker. Colonel Tom Parker. Now, this, this guy, Crononaut, I think Cam and I both read some stuff from the Crononauts website. Sounds fun. Yeah. Crononaut, obviously like an astronaut, but through time, like Kronos. Oh, yep. okay. I was Mark thinking Cutler. like a huge David Cronenberg fan, but yours no. makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Or like someone who IBS just, situation. Yeah. <laughs> someone who just loves smashing cronuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, a lot of possible explanations. <laughs> yeah. Who can tell? So, he reckons that in another dimension... Oh, so there was Elvis in this reality, yeah. but there was also Elvis in this other reality that this guy also existed in. Okay. And his name was John Burroughs. So Elvis was John Burroughs in this other dimension. Mm. And this guy served with John Burroughs in the military. So alternate dimensions, but I guess their past stayed the same. They were both military men. Yeah. And Tom Parker, Colonel Tom Parker had his, his bloody mind control thing going on with all the different interdimensional Elvises. Okay. And a lot of different... Across yeah, the multiverse. Right. So he he was kind of the, the kingpin of all of them. Yeah. So you go, you know, this in this universe, I need this Elvis to do this. In this universe, we'll get bloody Tom, whatever, John Burroughs to do something else. He had his mind in a lot of pies. That's interesting. Hmm. Um. So, like, what was the ultimate goal here for Elvis to do across the multiverse? Control them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I um, okay. I d- I do have a little bit more uh, Miles Mathis, Colonel Tom Parker gear. Yeah. Uh, just the fact that he was a colonel mm-hmm. is suspicious in itself, given everything we know about colonels from uh, his essays on Charles Manson, yeah. the Zodiac, and uh, Theosophy, and so on. For example, Charles Manson's father. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, he's that's not even his point here. So he says the founder <laughs> of Theosophy was a colonel, mm-hmm. uh, Colonel Henry Steele Olcott. Sharon Tate's father was a colonel, but he doesn't make note of the fact that wasn't Manson's dad a colonel? I think, you know, I actually think Manson's dad's first name was Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a judge. He was yeah. actually just a judge. His yeah. name was Judge. My name is Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> dumb. And we also saw. <laughs> and we also saw several colonels involved with the Zodiac hoax, uh, including the father of one of the fake victims. Is the Zodiac hoax a different thing to the Zodiac killer? 
No, the Zodiac Killer never killed anyone. Uh, and also, since Park was allegedly only in the army for a couple of years, he didn't have time to become a colonel. After two years, he would have been lucky to be a lieutenant. To explain his rank as colonel, we're told that in 1948, at the age of 39, he was given the rank in the Louisiana State Militia by Governor Jimmy Davis in return for work he'd done on Davis's election campaign. Why does that like actual bit of political backslapping seem so implausible to this guy? <laughs> um, wait till he finds out that Dr. Dre is not actually a doctor. Yeah. Colonel Sanders. Uh, I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah. There's a whole a thing where you can become a colonel right? Um, just by appointee of that, that yeah, whole thing he's talking about. Maybe the Louisiana State Militia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if you get someone to vouch for you who's a colonel in whatever thing, mm-hmm. you can become a colonel. Yeah, right. But uh, that looks like another cover story since Jimmy Davis is also a shady character and he was basically a front for the Longs. I'm not sure who the Longs were. I think there was a dodgy governor or someone called mm. something Long. But uh, although his birth date is given as September 11, no documentation proving that exists. Note the date. Yeah, we worked it. We didn't need you to point that out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, how, I wonder how much effort he went to find the documentation. Like, yeah. did he just Google it or did he actually go to the, the birth death register of the town? I had some lizard stuff. Uh, did you guys know that he made a pact? And this was really cooked. And I don't know if it's just someone making stuff up. Yeah. It's quite a long. Not like the other yeah. credible <laughs> stuff we've presented. It's quite a long thing. So I'll kind of give you the um, the Cliff summary. Notes, yeah. But uh Allegedly, in 1977, at a backstage concert, uh, backstage at a concert, he received small recognition from the Junior League of Shapeshifting Illuminati Satan Worshippers. Yep. Um, it so, was presented by Emily K. Postlethwaite, one of the Legion, the Legion's most demonic entity. Yep. Uh, blah, blah. When are you going to get into something that sounds like it's made up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sandwiches come into it. I'm not really sure how that comes into it. I'm just trying to skip through this. Uh, but David Bowie was involved. Yeah, so that basically, makes sense. David Bowie formed an alliance with Elvis, uh, both lizards. They Elvis was going to record Bowie's Golden Years the afternoon of the morning he died. So he was going to recover a Bowie song. Mm-hmm. So as a result, Bowie, who was locked into a, an agreement with Lizard Satan, was forced to record his own version of Black Star. Right. It was an Elvis song originally. Was it? I don't know. Uh, well, uh, this this person says, "Don't ask." Well, <laughs> After that, Burning Star. Yeah, but I heard a version of that where it says Black Star. Okay, well, every it's man he... has a flaming star, flaming star. Oh, okay, but then I heard a version of it where he goes, "Every man has a black star." Well, allegedly, yeah, it's because of a pact with the Illuminati Satan right. lizard thing. But the David Bowie song "Black Star" doesn't go. Every man has a black star. Doesn't, doesn't it? it? I don't know. That was a pretty good Bowie, though. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that we've got, I don't know, almost an hour into this podcast. We haven't really had an Elvis impersonation. Yeah. Had a good Bowie impersonation, though. <laughs> like, that's a tick for us. <laughs> How good would Elvis doing any Bowie be? Yeah. It would have been great. Yeah, he could have done like a Johnny Cash in his Twilight Years. Yeah. Bit of a renaissance. Oh, well. For what might have been. Yeah. Now he's dead. Well, maybe he still could. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's only 83. Still knock one out. Hmm. What else we got? Um, no, just, there was just a little bit of stuff about how when he went to the army, he like he said basically he was going to go do his time in the army. The army could do whatever they want to him. Like, I'm not, I'm not Elvis. I'm just going to go serve my country. Yeah. I don't want any special treatment. I just want to go do my time. And he got put straight into special services and, like, got a pretty good run through the army. <laughs> so, you mean, like, a massive superstar was given special favor? treatment. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Despite saying that he didn't want it. Okay. Well, huh. I did see, though, on the other hand, so we talked about him being involved in MKUltra and yeah. being, like, like a MKUltra controller. I did also see him described as an MKUltra victim. So, he goes into the army and they dose him up. And uh, so, like, when he went to Washington to see Nixon mm. and become, like, deputized as a special DEA agent, mm. that was, like, a test run. They're, like, they turned on his programming. 
That's why you went and did all that weird shit. Right. And also there's like interviews where there's like footage of him acting weird. There's heaps of footage of Elvis acting weird on YouTube. Yeah. But it's like. Off his nut. Yeah, he's just off his nut on drugs or it's like super hot. And he like wipes his face with his hands and they're like, oh, classic MK Ultra victim <laughs> thing. It's like, well, wouldn't they make it a little more subtle? Yeah. There is a few great videos of him performing where he's clearly on something yeah. pretty hardcore. Mm. And he does his little speech bits in the middle of songs. And he's just like... <laughs> he's just like... It's not making any sense. Also saw like all of his health problems were caused by them like uh, separating the two halves of his brain. Right. Like disconnecting his left and right sides of his brain. Yeah, right. So he could get like the extra brain powers. Mm. But on the other hand, it was bad. It's apparently yeah. quite bad for you. One thing I read that I didn't delve into was also his weight gain and health problems was him trying to become more Christ-like. Didn't read anything about it. You can cut that if you want, but I saw something. Yeah, doesn't really make sense either. No, this is trying to improve his power by like, maybe he thought if there's more of me. <laughs> more chance of more power. Christ, Christ bug. Yeah. That's going around. Any more Elvis stuff? What do we think about Elvis then? Dead? Alive? Oh, you know, I'd love for him to be alive. Were you ever, like, musically, did you ever enjoy Elvis's music? I love Elvis's music. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. A I'm a massive Elvis fan. Really? Yeah. Did not know that about you. My What is, what is because, like, I'm aware of him, obviously. What is my way in to be like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty cool? Fucking the essential Elvis best of album. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, more conversation? Should be the entry Junkie point. XL. Yeah. Yep. There's a... Great song called Kentucky Rain, which is right. really cool. Done. I'll listen to that. But uh, yeah, my mum was massively into Elvis, so it was always in the house when mm. I was a kid. All right. But yeah. Well, should we move along to do some... Any other business? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a bit going on this week. Can I um, update about the Cuba attack that we, we mocked incessantly? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just cicadas. They're all crazy. Well, that was the- I'm pretty sure I was on board with it being a legit thing, right? Yeah. It was it, my th- I brought it to the table. It was the Cubans that said, uh, the cicada noises you heard were just cicadas, most likely. Yeah. yeah. And then we all kind of, I remember us giving a round of, yeah, no, that's probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mass hysteria by these highly trained yeah. CIA analysts. Yeah. Who are under a lot of stress. Undercover, Top- undercover diplomats. So it turns out um, they've done some more research about it. Into, and done some tests on them yeah. and they found brain anomalies in all of the people that complained of it. Yeah. 24 people have got brain anomalies mm. apparently. This has been reported in mainstream media. Yeah. The, the grey matter or the white matter or something, right? It's yeah, yeah. So the Washington Post is reporting it. Guardian's reporting it. So watch this space. There could be something interesting here and we could be shown to be fools. Yeah. But it's like, you know, so they're saying the theory is that there's a sonic attack. Yeah. yeah, and then the sonic attack has caused this this physical injury. Yeah, mm. could it not be the case that there's been some sort of you know radiation leak? Mm. Like yep. you, you know, like you'll get a cancer cluster. Mm. There'll be yeah. some sort of chemical like in some building, and everyone in the building weren't these guys in different buildings though? I'm not sure. Well, mm. I think there's you know they're all in the same sort of. Yeah, I thought it was one big sort of compound. Uh, they're okay. all sort of in the same milieu. So maybe they're, they all pass through the same area and they're all, you know, inhaling a bit of toxic dust every day. Mm. And what if one of the symptoms of the little brain tumors they've gotten or something is hearing... Yeah. Auditory hallucinations. Yeah. <laughs> get Dr. House in the case. Yeah. Send, get, we'll get his team to go and break in. Why didn't they get him on the case from the very beginning? Yeah, he's probably the guy you call. Yeah. Uh, you know, watch the space, see how it, bloody, uh, how it pans out. Yeah. What do you guys got? Uh, Trump has uh, named uh, Jerusalem as the site of the new embassy in Israel. Mm. They're moving the embassy to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. I enjoyed the articles today saying doesn't appear Donald Trump knew what he was talking about when he was given the speech. That's what I. Mm. That was just what I thought. Yeah, because I don't. Did you see in a bit of local uh, news? Matthew Guy uh, went the Victorian state government for announcing that they were going to have their like some sort of trade and technology centre in Tel Aviv. Right, no. Well, you know, while Donald Trump is opening up their embassy in Jerusalem, old uh, Dan Andrews, 
spitting in the faces <laughs> of the Israelis. They've opened it up in Tel Aviv. It's like, Matthew Guy, what are you talking about? Like, Tel Aviv is like the technology <laughs> and trade and a proper capital where all that stuff's going on. Mm. That's the logical place to have it. Also the logical place to have your US embassy. Mm. All that has happened is that Donald Trump doesn't know that Tel Aviv is a place. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us the one-line explanation as to why it's so important? Or two lines? So the cons- No more. The conspiracy side of it is, and this might not be so crazy, there's a lot of... People in the US, including people who are in the White House and, you know, that Donald Trump is surrounded with, who are into end times prophecy. Mm. And part of that, like, opening their embassy in Jerusalem is just, like, one more step down the road to the apocalypse as far as they might be concerned. So, there could be a thing there. So you could say, but like I saw people saying that and they're like, have a look at it in this context. That's very interesting. Just like, what about the context of he just didn't know what he was talking about? Uh, Maybe he had a piece of paper that said, and our new embassy is going to be in Tel Aviv. And he's just like, I don't need notes. I'm not not bloody Barry. Barry Obama. I'm not Barry Barry Hussein Obama. Did you see the speech? And if anyone hasn't seen it, I think you should watch it, but maybe skip to the end. Where it's clear that his dentures are starting to come out. No, <laughs> have you? It's great. Have you seen it, Cam? No. Oh, really? Um, like it kind of culminates at the end. He's like, no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so bad, and you can kind of start picking it up as he goes. And he's trying to like. <laughs> I saw them described as like pinballing around his head, <laughs> and you can see like he's just starting to slur and kind of sucking his dentures back in. <laughs> and then at the end, it's just like they've, they've completely dislodged. It's oh, hilarious. Uh, I've got one more thing. Um, our good friend Alex Jones is unhappy because they've, someone started like a kid Alex Jones parody. Oh, I yeah. Think he's issuing, really funny. I think he's issuing takedown notices, but it's like wow. it's, this little like 10-year-old kid on looks like an Infowars set and he's railing against his parents, like <laughs> ranting like, <laughs> they're trying to keep us down. I've got a bad at this time. Apparently, he's really unhappy about that, yeah. and um, yeah, which is pretty pretty fun. Maybe we need to start putting up some animated Alex Jones snippets. I've kind of stopped. I, I overdose on Alex Jones, yeah. like where I was just watching like three hours a day in the background. I was still working. It's not healthy. Oh, I know. Like I, I think I read a sentence in a book recently that was. Oh, that's right. A book called "Steal Like an Artist." I was reading, and it said, um, "Got that book? Garbage in, garbage out." And at the time, I was watching heaps of Alex Jones. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's probably not good for my uh, yeah. not good for my artistic output. No, that explains a lot. Oh, yeah. no, you're all right. Thank you. Uh, so that about does it. Cool. If people want to find us on the web, hypotheticalinstitute.com. Of course, you can go to Redbubble and look up the Hypothetical Institute for our merch. Our Christmas tea or hoodie or whatever you mm. want. Can you do if it on a Austra- If you're in Australia, nah, just no. got m- okay. apparel. Maybe if you're in the US, get a hoodie. Nice and cold over there at the moment. Oh, yeah. If you're in Australia, get a shirt. shirt or a singlet. Oh, bloody singy. Turn up to a bloody Smash Christmas pie. Day barbecue. With your bloody Christmas Santa lizards singy on. Take a couple of wickets in the backyard. Yeah. Who's in charge now? Uh, you can also like us on Facebook. Uh, we're at Hypothopod on Twitter. And Robbo, where can they find you? You can get me at Ale of a Time and aleofatime.com for beer stuff. Uh, you can get me at Saltmarsh on Twitter for not much. And Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on the Facebook for artwork and things. Awesome. And get me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. Gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. And of course, you can also like uh, or you can rate and review this podcast on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Also, if everyone listening could tell 10 people about it yeah. and then make them listen, mm-hmm. watch them while they download it, yep. that would really help, yeah. uh, I reckon. Heart Reacts only as well, by the way. Yeah. Please, Heart okay. Reacts. Heart Reacts on Facebook. Until okay. they bring back the Pride React. Yeah. yeah. Which they should, right? Because of what happened. Yeah. yeah. We've just had marriage equality in, yeah. in Australia. Give us a bloody Pride React. Thanks, right. everyone. Bye. Thank you very much.
Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. And finally, I ask the leaders of the region, political and religious, Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim, to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians. And God bless the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you.